the African Cup of Nations, its economic impact, and much more in this episode. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruthadong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruthadong. This edition of the African Cup of Nations, AFCON, has gone a long way to define a new chapter for the tournament, establishing it on the world football map. Televised in 150 countries all over the world and attracting some of the biggest names in football, we look at this edition's mark on Africa. We are joined by sports journalist Clive Chazze for this episode. Has there been any economic impact from AFCON 2021? The tournament has had a, a positive impact economically on the people of Cameroon, not only Niaunde, but also in all the other six towns. I mean, I mean you talk of uh, Limbe, you talk of uh, Douala, you're talking of Abafosam, you're talking of uh, Garua. You had games happening in all these places. And because you had games happening in all these places, you also had uh, different fans of uh, these uh, different teams uh, traveling to these places uh, to cheer their teams play. And you want to believe, of course, they were spending on things like accommodation, things like feeding. Uh, you have people who travel and uh, they love to buy stuff, souvenirs for their loved ones back home and stuff like that. And you believe uh, that was also happening. Uh, here in Yaounde, where we're best, uh, you, you would say the biggest people who came in for the tournament and those who stayed on when their teams were knocked out uh, were, were actually lodging in, in, in Yaounde. And uh, you're talking about uh, fans, you're talking about journalists from different parts of uh, the world. I mean, you had people coming in as far as Brazil, USA, the eastern side of Asia, all in one country covering the Africa Cup of Nations. And of course, uh, if they're there, they, they are spending every day on different things like we've mentioned, uh, the lodging, uh, the, the feeding, the, the shopping. Economically, the tournament has left an impact on Cameroon. For the host nation Cameroon, with the tournament done and dusted, are there any gains from hosting this tournament? Uh, the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations was, without a shadow of a, shadow of a doubt, uh, better than uh, the 2019 Africa Cup of Nations in Egypt. But also now you want to believe that uh, those standards in the next one year uh, have to go higher when Ivory Coast gets to host the Africa Cup of Nations. Especially if uh, we've had uh, pitches that meet international standards, uh, that means uh, Ivory Coast will also need uh, to do whatever it takes to upgrade theirs. I mean, if the players had a little bit of complaints uh, with the playing surface and stuff like that, if there was any, that means that Ivory Coast will need uh, to improve on that. If uh, the services, especially for, for journalists, uh, we've uh, really had a big uh, challenge with internet uh, uh, for, for, for this tournament, something that shouldn't be happening at a stage like the Africa Cup of Nations, which is an international open uh, tournament. That means that Ivory Coast uh, will need to improve that. If uh, we've had challenges uh, in transportation from one, from one city to the other city to cover games and, and, and stuff like that, that, those are things that uh, you think that uh, the organizers of uh, the next Africa Cup of Nations We'll have to put into consideration to make sure that uh, they actually do improve on the on the services, um, especially for journalists, uh, because uh, they are here to to get to tell a good story about uh, the tournament that is being hosted in your country. So if uh, they can't tell a good story about about um, the, the tournament that is being hosted in your country, that means they can't tell a good story about your your country. So you feel there is a lot uh, to do. As, um, as the next upcon comes around. I'm not saying Cameroon were bad hosts. Uh, without a doubt, Cameroon were, were good hosts. But uh, just a few glitches here and there that you think that Ivory Coast uh, can be able to learn from and uh, probably make the tournament uh, slightly a little bit better. 
What are some of the lessons for the next host nation? This tournament, uh, I think it's the first time in a long time that uh, we've had a local broadcaster in charge of uh, the production of the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, the national broadcaster here, uh, Cameroon Radio Television Network or CRTV, was in charge of uh, the production of the Africa Cup of Nations. For all the countries that uh, had the Africa Cup of Nations broadcast, uh, this production was actually providing the feed. And they invested massively in equipment. You're talking about six venues. And each of these six venues has permanent equipment. You don't have any venue where you will have to wait for equipment to come from one venue to go to the other. Every venue had its own permanent production equipment for the Africa Cup of Nations. The tournament is done. The equipment is staying here with the head of the CRTV Sports TV. And he was telling me how this equipment actually is going to be put to good use because they have a channel dedicated to sports and they were saying how they will be able now to broadcast national league games three at a go because they have the equipment how they will be able to broadcast all the other competitions domestically because they have equipment and i believe for me that is one of the success stories of the african cup of nations the tournament has they invested billions for the tournament the tournament has ended the equipment has stayed, and this equipment is going to be used uh, by the locals or the national broadcaster to continue developing sports um, in, the, in this country. And at the same time, providing jobs for the people who are going to be in charge of these equipments, providing exposure uh, to, to their athletes, not only in football, but also other disciplines. But also the venues that have been improved to international standards. These venues are going to be used by the locals, the local leagues. I mean, they have been, yes, some of these have been used, some others have not been used. But now when you have all these venues at your disposal, there is no doubt that actually they are going to be put to good use. On, on Monday, news broke that uh, the National Men's League had already gotten a sponsor in MTN. For years, the Men's League has not had a sponsor. And you want to believe that is uh, probably partly the impact of the Africa Cup of Nations, and maybe the president of Samuel Elchers, the president of um, the, the FA. So you want to believe that as in the direction of sports, Cameroon as a country are not going to be the same again. That was sports journalist Clive Chazze. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Pan-African music streaming service Mdundo has announced a 22% growth in its user base in the last quarter of 2021. The platform recorded 20 million users at the end of quarter four, up from 16.3 million in quarter three, driven by demand for an easy-to-use music service and expansion into new territories in Africa. The company further attributes sustained growth to strong partnerships with leading telecom firms that has seen the service increase its audience in the mass mid income market, especially among the 18 to 24 age bracket. The most notable growth was recorded in Tanzania, Nigeria and Kenya, powered by the rising popularity of the platform, especially among the 18 to 24 age bracket. The total quarter for unique users in the three markets now stands at 12.1 million. That is 3.7 million users in Tanzania, 4 million users in Kenya and 4.4 million users in Nigeria. Other major markets from Dundo include Uganda at 1.8 million users and Ghana at 1.6 million users. Mdundo currently boasts of 13.3 million monthly users across the continent. <music> Ethiopia's annual inflation rate inched down to 34.5% in January of 2022 from 35.1% in December, which was the highest inflation rate since February of 2012. 
the high inflation rate in Ethiopia has been partly due to fighting in the northern part of the country between the federal troops and the Tigrayan forces. Also, according to the World Food Programme estimation, in early December, 13.6 million were food insecure amid drought, flooding, desert, high food prices and COVID-19 pandemic. On a monthly basis, consumer prices increased 1.2% after a 1.4% rise in the previous month. And a quick look at the markets. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange All Share Index extended gains for the third consecutive session to trade around 76,250 on Tuesday, surpassing its two-week high of 76,233 hit on January 20th, tracking positive cues from European markets while expecting policy reforms at President Cyril Ramaphosa's annual State of the Nation address on Thursday. Top gainers included mining giant Anglo-American, around 1.7% gain, and cigarette manufacturer, British American tobacco that gained around 1.3%. Elsewhere, state-owned utility firm Eskom resumed scheduled power cuts on Monday as it suffered more breakdowns at its ailing coal fleet. Arabica coffee futures on the International Commodity Exchange climbed to an eight-week high at 2.46 US dollars per pound, moving closer to a 10-year high of 2.5 dollars touched in December as last year's frost and droughts in top producer Brazil clouded the international supply outlook. Late rains have flooded coffee fields in central eastern areas of Brazil, but some concerns mounted after Bilonomo levels were reported in the past few weeks. Also, persistent shipping bottlenecks caused by the spreading pandemic, high cost of fertilizers and fuels and ongoing labor shortages should continue to exert upward pressure on coffee prices. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at the Don't.